sa call center ka lang nagtatrabaho, no-brainer yan ni. Eh. Post ka ng post ng picture ng kape? Akala mo hindi namin kayang bumili niyan? So, kapag call center agent, required dapat mag-post ng mamahaling gamit online? Ganon? Ang tagal mong nag-aral tapos sa call center ka lang din babagsak? What you have just heard are some of the common statements from people who are observing us from the outside. By, by that I mean people who don't actually know what it's like to work in a call center. I must admit, um, I find some of these statements foul and offensive, mostly because these statements come from those who see our world from a different perspective. And it's way easier to judge people based on what you see, not on what you actually know, right? We'll talk about this more as we continue with our first episode. And before that, um, I'd like to introduce myself first just to give you an idea of who I am and how credible I am to say the things that we're about to discuss in this podcast. Good morning, mga aswa. I know it's probably night time sa mga oras na to, but this is our morning. Huwag kayong makialam. <laughs> my name is Oman. Um, I started my career in this industry back in 2011. Uh, after I graduated college, I tried to apply to some call centers. And I was rejected for more than a dozen times. So, a dozen times. Naturally, I got tired. Tangina, more than a dozen times ba naman? Natural lang na mapagod ka, di ba? I always made um, inevitable mistakes during my past interviews and it came to a point when I really wanted to quit applying. Parang, that's it. I've had enough. I no longer wanted to go through the same shit ever again. Kasi sa totoo lang kahit sa ang industry, malapit ang mundo para sa mga taong walang work experience. And that's a fact. Parang majority ng hiring personnel have forgotten where they all came from. Parang nakalimutan nila na at some point in time, they were, they were once newbies too. So, um, parang batang ape, I complained with my mom about how bad life was treating an inexperienced individual like me. And sabi ko, ayoko na maghanap lang trabaho. <laughs> And all my mom managed to say was a single sentence which made a lot of sense to me. In all her wiseness, she asked, um, and these are her exact words, Eh, paano mo nalaman yung tama kung hindi ka magkakamali? That question stunned me for a second, and I realized, Oo nga no, lagi ako nagkakamali kasi hindi ko pa alam kung ano yung tama. Well, that made sense, but then I thought, Pero, kasalanan ba nila na hindi nila itinuturo sa akin kung ano yung tama? O kasalanan ko ba kasi hindi ako natututo sa mga pagkakamali ko?
the difference between life and school is um, in school um, your teachers will prepare you before the exams right bibigyan ka muna nila ng maraming lessons bago ka nila i-test in life baliktad <laughs> ititest ka muna nila ng sagaran and i mean sasagarin ka talaga bago matutunan yung mga lessons So, um, the night after that conversation I had with my mom, um, I started to look back at my past interviews and review my performance. Parang lahat ng kodigo, lahat ng scripts ko, nilabas ko, binasa ko, paulit-ulit. And halos maghapon akong nag-Eminem and Nicki Minaj Marathon. You know, para lang damaretso yung dila ko. I didn't even like rap back then, pero kinailangan ko maging rapper. Kasi it was a good way to practice. And it really did help a lot. And then, I dealt with my mistakes and I practiced every day like my life depended on it. Because it did. I mean, honestly, um, I didn't come from a well-off family. Back then, I was a grown-up man and I needed to make a living for myself. And of course, I needed to, pro- to provide for my family. And then on one fateful day, ito na, <laughs> I finally cracked the code. It was October 25, 2011 when I signed my first job offer or contract and it's been one of the happiest days of my life naalala nyo pa ba kung ano yung or kung gaano kayo kasaya nung unan yung pinirmahan yung unan yung contract that feeling masaya not only because I find I finally got the job but also because I finally understood what winning after losing so many fucking times felt like I finally won You know, I finally got out of the quote-unquote inexperienced individual phase. And um, I wouldn't have done that if I've never failed so many times before. So, I'm very much grateful for all the moments that I failed more than those times that I won. Like what my mom said nga, di ba? Hindi ka matututo kung hindi ka magkakamali. I've been with the industry for nearly a decade now but you can na kumbaga so <laughs> you can definitely trust me when i say i know what it's like to work in a call center so going back to the point of our podcast um ano bang buhay sa call center or what is it really like ba to work in a call center <laughs> first off let's discuss the common misconceptions about call centers and about the people who work here. First, um, people would often say na the job is easy, you know, and the people who work here are not that smart, or as what most people want to describe it, it's a no-brainer job. That's a big no. That statement is laughable to say the least. Madalas ko na... Nagirinig sa mga taong wala namang alam sa mundo namin. So, I'm gonna give you a few reasons why this is a misconception. Why call center call center jobs is a, is not a no-brainer job. First of all, um, no job is easy, guys. Lahat ng trabaho mahirap. Every job has its own adversities. And call center professionals go through a lot of training before they are considered an effective agent. So, answering phone calls and helping customers over the phone is not as easy as it sounds. Hindi ito, hindi ito katulad ng iniisip na iba na tagkasagot lang kami ng telepono. No, it's not that simple. I wish it was. But it takes a lot of practice to sound like a natural speaker. 
and you'd have to be clear and concise to whoever whoever it is that's on the other end of the line. So, hindi kami maarte magsalita kasi gusto lang namin mag-inarte. You know, kailangan namin artehan yung salita namin para maintindihan kami ng mga customers. And resolving customers' concerns and providing them um, step-by-step processes over the phone requires a lot of patience and knowledge. It requires a lot of skills and um, critical thinking. Kasi hindi ka makaka-resolve ng problema kung hindi ka marunong magbigay ng clear instructions or explanations in English sa isang taong hindi mo naman nakikita physically. Next, um, while fixing the customer's problems over the phone, <clears throat> call center professionals also have their own um, performance or numbers to manage too. Uh, stats, as we call, commonly call it. You know, um, it's hard enough to please some irate customers. What I mean by that is, yung mga customers from hell. Alam mo yung pagsagot mo palang ng tawag, mumurahin ka na lang nila bigla kasi na-church sila automatically. <laughs> mumurahin ka kasi hindi gumagana yung service nila. Mumurahin ka kasi ayaw nilang magbayad pero gusto nila lumamit ng service na binabenta nyo. Hanggang sa dumating kayo sa point na isisi na nila lahat sa'yo ng kamalasan sa buong buhay nila. Tapos, gusto mong sumagot ng, at ang ina mo pala, kasalanan ko bang nag-sign up ka sa service namin? Pinilip pa kita, sir. Parang ganun, pero, hindi mo masabi. Gusto mong sumigaw, gusto mong, ano mo yun, gusto mong magwala. <laughs> gusto mong magsabi ng masasamang words, pero, gusto mong gantihan yung customers, pero, bawal. So, magpipigil ka ng emotions mo, um, lulunokin mo lahat ng mura and sentiments nila sa buhay with all your might. Makikisimpat siya ka sa kanila. Minsan ayaw mo kasi nakakasama ng loob yung ibang sinasabi ng mga customers pero madalas gagawin mo pa rin kasi part yun ng trabaho mo. And it takes a lot of energy and patience to do that. Kasi hindi madaling maging shock absorber. Do you get me? Um, I mean, empathizing with people you don't even know while they're cursing you is a skill na hindi madaling i-acquire. On top of that, it's even harder to balance your scorecard. But you have to. Because this is where our incentives for the month depend on. While our regular salary is enough naman, iba pa rin pag may incentive ka. Isa pa, um, we need to balance our scorecards kasi may possibility na matanggal kami sa trabaho if we're not reaching the goals for quite some time. That would mean kasi na hindi kami effective, hindi kami marunong. So, kung hindi mo siya magagawa ng maayos, then they would have no need to, you know, continue hire you for. I mean, di ba? What would they continue to employ you for? Para saan pa hinire ka ng kumpanya kung hindi mo magawa yung service that they're paying you to do in the first place. Next, um, if you're a morning person and you decide to work at a call center, know that majority of the schedules are graveyard shifts. Panggabi. So, you must be prepared to alter your entire sleeping patterns or body clock as you have to hustle all night while the rest of the world sleeps. Yung tipong nag-aalmusal na yung mga kasama mo sa bahay tapos ikaw patulog pa lang. This is why most of us call centers professional or this is why most of us call center professionals consider coffee as our savior because we can't live without it. <laughs> we can't live without it. Ako admittedly I'm a nocturnal person. Even before I was hired as a call center professional, gising talaga ako sa madaling araw kasi 
ito yung sacred time ko dati. Sa mga oras na to, dumadalo yung creative juices sa katawan ko. So, sa gabi ko, sa gabi ako gumagawa ng projects dati, assignments, ganyan. But still, um, I can't start my day without a cup of coffee. I just can't. Yung iba, ibang call center professionals, hindi pwede magkape pero kailangan gising sila magdamag. So, lumalaklak sila ng sweets. Yung iba, kinukurot yung mga sarili nila. Sinasampan. Iba-ibang diskarte. Yung iba, nakikipagchismisan sa katabi nila para, alam mo yun, manatiling buhay magdamag. Kaya essential din sa amin magchismisan. <laughs> Shout out sa mga kachismisan ko dyan sa office. Um, hello, bitches. If you guys are listening, hi. <laughs> Next, um, call center professionals are not dumb. Please. <laughs> Hindi kami bobo. Utang na loob. In my entire career so far, um, some of the people I've worked with were working students, registered nurses, engineers, ano pa, teachers, law students, dentists, IT specialists, um, medical technicians, etc. And kahit yung ibang hindi na college, let's say high school um, graduate lang, or let's say high school graduate, madalas mas marami kang matututunan sa kanila kasi ang simple nila mag-isip. Minsan kasi pag marami kang alam, you tend to overthink things. Pag marami kang alam, you tend to think that you're better than others. And my point is, maraming matalino sa call centers. Sobrang dami, guys. Now, um, is it our fault to cling to this industry when it opened its doors for us? When, you know, some other industries shut their entrances to our faces? Is it our fault that this industry gives way better salary and compensation than others? I certainly don't think so. <clears throat> Next reason why this is a this is not a no-brainer job for for call center professionals who have kids, parents, mga parents, um, working moms, dads, ganyan. It's not easy to leave your children, especially toddlers, knowing that at night these kids would wake up from time to time without their mom or dad beside them. Yung ibang halos ni nakalalak nila eh. Parang, kulang na lang sabihin na, Hello na, ako to, nanay mo ko. I remember one scenario when an agent took her son to the office kasi walang magbabantay sa bahay nila. So, dinalan niya anak niya sa office. And pinaghintay niya dun sa lobby hanggang sa matapos yung shift niya. Imagine the sacrifice, guys. I mean, it's not easy. But parents have to do it anyway. They have to balance a positive relationship with their children while making sure that they'd have enough funds to support their family needs. So, um, having said all those reasons, next, next time you'd think of call center jobs as no-brainer jobs, please think again. Because I don't think you could imagine how we're managing life, study, work, parenthood, and stress all at once. And... <clears throat> I dare you to, you know, work as a call center professional. Let's see how far you could go. Next, um, common misconception and probably the last on our list. Um, call center professionals are rich. <laughs> Mayayaman daw kami. <laughs> This is funny. Just to share, um, before I received my first salary, um, I listed down all the things I wanted to spend my money on. You know, groceries, gadgets, clothes, ganyan. And when it was finally payday, 
I was only able to take a couple of boxes out of my checklist. <laughs> and it may not be the same for everyone kasi yung iba may kaya naman sa buhay. So, okay, solo nila yung sahod nila. But most of us are, ber- uh, most of us are breadwinners kasi. Call centers offer um, very high competitive salary or, you know, very competitive salary packages. That's for sure. Pero yung gastusin din namin on a daily basis, competitive din sila. Huwag <laughs> kang gago sa amin. <laughs> this goes, I think, to, um, I think this goes to everyone. You know, um, as your, as your salary increases, your cost of living increases too. Sabi ko dati, pag umabot ng certain amount yung sahod ko, yayaman na ako eh. So, after reaching that certain amount, hindi pa rin ako mayaman. <laughs> Fuck! So, you'd have to effectively manage every penny to make all ends meet. Generally, you have your family to feed, you have your bills to pay, and that's on top of whatever luxury you spoil yourself with. Minsan, makukonsensya ka pa na gumastos ng mahal para sa sarili mo eh. Kasi isipin mo, gastosin mo na lang sa bahay yung pera mo. Minsan naman, may mga demonyo kang friends <laughs> na magsasabi na, alam mo, ang ganda eh. Deserve mo yan eh. Bagay sa'yo eh. <laughs> alam mo yun? Mga uudyukan kang gumastos. Gawain ka na actually. <laughs> And yes, I believe we fucking deserve it after working so hard. I think most people are sharing it online kasi personal achievement nila yun eh. Ang sarap mabilhan yung sarili mo ng something na alam mong pinaghirapan mo. Right? So, and, and who the fuck said ba na people can't post expenses uh, stuff online? I mean, technically, it's their Facebook accounts. It's their money. Hindi naman nila ninakaw. So, it should be none of your business, di ba? Now, um, are we rich? Um, hmm. <laughs> Some of us are, but not every one of us is. Um, let's just say that most of us are living comfortably enough. <clears throat> No, kasi um, hindi, hindi ka magpupuyat ng ganun katindi at hindi ka dadaan sa ganung klaseng stress gabi-gabi. Hindi mo isa-sacrifice yung bonding moments nyo ng anak mo, ng parents mo, kung ayaw mong mamuhay ng komportable. That's it. Third. Now that we covered some of the or the common misconceptions of outsiders or yung mga taong wala namang alam sa call center, let's discuss what happens next after you signed your first job offer or contract. So, ang unang pagdadaanan is um, training. This usually lasts for 30 days. Sa iba, it takes 1 to 2 months. Some takes even longer. It really depends on the complexity of the tools and the processes, uh, processes of the program. <laughs> This is essentially because hindi ka naman pwedeng sumabak na lang sa trabaho without knowing how to do the job that you signed up for. As what I have mentioned earlier, it's not as simple as, you know, picking up the phone and simply answering phone calls. Now, um, here are the things na pagdadaanan mo kapag nasa training ka pa lang. Like every new beginning, training starts with an introduction. 
I'm very awkward with introduction. Hindi lang naman ako, no? Um, 40% of people are introverts. This is based on... Sa ko nabasa to? Verywellmind.com Google nyo. <laughs> so, kung extrovert ka, siguro madali lang sa'yo, chumika ng chumika. Pero kung introvert ka, usually, shy type yan, tipid magsalita, ganyan. Ayaw ng spotlight. Yanon. On your first day though, um, regardless if you're an introvert or extrovert, you would have to speak up. You would need to share some parts of you so that your trainer and your new possible teammates would know about you. Pero gaya nga nang nabasa ko somewhere, hindi ko alam kung saan ko nabasa or saan ko napanood, sabi, quote unquote, new, new people are only new for a day. The next day, they're just people. So if you're listening and if you're an introvert, And if you're just recently hired and nasa, training, uh, nasa tra- training stage ka pa lang, you'd get over it. This, there's really no need to be shy. Pwedeng karamihan na makakasama mo sa training, may experience na ikaw wala pa. Pero at the end of the day, lahat naman kayo nasa training ngayon kasi lahat kayo identified as technically who hires, right? next stage na pagdadaanan mo during training ay transition. This is mostly for first-timers. Um, specifically, mga first-timers na hindi sanay magpuyan. This is very challenging. This, this is a very challenging stage kasi this is where you would start to alter your sleeping patterns. Mahirap. So, there, there are times na kahit ayaw mo, nakakatulog ka talaga sa training, lalo na kung wala kang kasyagahan. <laughs> And there are days where, you know, you would try so hard to stay awake that you'd have to be standing up, nakasandal sa pader, um, patago mong sinasampal yung sarili mo. Kasi aside from staying awake, you'd need to focus more on whatever it is that your trainer trainer is discussing. Kailangan mo i-absorb as much as information as possible. Kasi ito yung mga magigimbala mo pag na-endorse ka sa operations. Right? <clears throat> Kaya for those who do not know, libre po ang kape sa mga call centers. Yes, walang call center na walang libreng kape. Caffeine kasi acts as a stimulant for our central nervous system. Minsan isang baso lang ng regular coffee ang kailangan mo para, you know, mabuhay buong gabi. Pero kung batikan ka na like me, a regular cup is not enough you'd need something stronger. Kaya siguro yung iba um, nagpo-post ng mamahaling kape online kasi ganun kalaki yung gratitude namin towards coffee. That, you know, there's a need for us to share the happiness that a good cup of coffee can give. Salamat, kape. Yata discover ka. Pasalamat tayo kay Kaldi. Si, si Kaldi yung nakadiscover ng kape. So, Kaldi, kung nasan ka man, <clears throat> thank you, bitch. Um, next day is knowledge check. Knowledge check. So, like in school, after every lesson and training, we'd have an assessment. This is to test um, how much information you have absorbed. Ganong karami yung natutunan mo. We do this by doing some role-playing activities and syempre actual examinations. This is open notes most of the time. So, wala kang excuse para bumagsak. 
I don't have the exact data but based on my experience, hindi lahat ng na-hire ay eh, pumapasa sa training. Yung iba na mamatay. <laughs> Naliligwak ba? Because uh, mostly because may issues sa attendance, hindi pumapasa sa mga assessments, ganyan. Pero kung ako yung PL mo and if I have the authority, bibigyan ka tanan chance, syempre. I'm a big fan of giving people second chances or third chances or sometimes even more chances than they deserve. Um, I have several agents na hindi po masasa assessments and they were about to be dismissed. Pero ipinasa ko pa rin kasi I believe with proper guidance, kaya nila eh. And what most people do not realize is hindi lahat ng kaalaman natututunan sa classroom lang or sa training room lang. You know what I mean? Well, maganda mag-aaral talaga, syempre, at makinig during lectures, iba pa rin talaga yung lesson na ituturo sa'yo ng experience. Walang katulad yun eh. Hindi mo malalaman lahat ng itinuturo sa training o sa classroom unless na experience mo talaga siya first hand. Next step na pagdadaanan mo is immersion. This is where you'd be slowly introduced to the operations. Your trainer will probably start with a tour around the operations. You'd get to see the office. Um, yeah, you'd get to see the office you'd work in after your training. You'd hear and see the job that you're about to do. You'd be asked to sit in with tenured agents and listen to their lab calls. You'd be able to observe how they use the tools and how they speak with customers. And kung malandi ka, <laughs> ang una mo mapapansin is yung magiging crush mo. Siyempre, aside from being poor, if you are poor, kailangan mo ng dagdag inspiration, di ba? So, aside sa mag-observe at mag-focus how tenured agents are doing their thing, ang karagdagang mission mo ay makita at magpapansin kay crush. And let's not But uh, that's not bad in my opinion. Hindi, hindi basta magkakrush ka sa mga tao sa operations. As long as your top priority is to learn and to gain work experience as much as possible. Kasi remember, ito yung wala ka kaya ka na-reject ng maraming beses dati. The second part of immersion, I think, is where your um, trainer would ask you to start to um, take in live calls. What we do in our program during immersion is we ask new hires to take in live calls for two hours daily for the first week. In the next week, um, it'd be four hours a day. Next day, it'd be six hours a day and so on. Um, dito sa immersion stage mo masusubukan kung kahit paano may, natutu- may natutunan ka ba sa mga pinagdahanan mo sa training. Wala. Usually, a group of new hires Um, aside from being accompanied by a team leader, is accompanied by subject matter experts or SMEs. Sila yung mga tenured agents na magiging gabay mo kapag nagdilim na yung palingin mo at hindi mo na alam yung gagawin mo sa call. Or um, kapag nalunok mo na yung dila mo o pagkasagot mo na mo ng tawag, nalunok mo yung dila mo. Na matlaka, na walang ka ng malay, ganyan. It happens, guys. May mga ganong agents na pagsagot pa lang ng tawag na mamatay na sila. So, um, SMEs um, or support or uh, subject matter experts, they be your guardian angels. 
sila ang magtuturo sa'yo ng mga diskarte. Uh, how to do workarounds that are not covered during training. Workarounds, by the way, is something that you can do legally but is not advisable. Parang mga glitch sa system or process. Kaya siya hindi tinuturo sa training. Pero technically, pwede siyang gawin. And like I said, hindi lahat ng kaalaman natututunan sa classroom or training room lang. Right? You'd have to really go out there and experience it yourself. So, natapos ka na sa four stages ng training. Next is endorsement. This is where you'd be endorsed to your new team. Haharap ka na sa totoong laban. Ito na yun. I'm, I'm not sure how it works with other program, but with ours, um, after the training, in that new hire stage, agents are distributed to different teams. Sadly, may chance na hindi lahat ng kasama mo sa training magiging katim mo. And this is, again, depending on the program setup. So, may endorse ka sa bago mong team. Hindi mo na naman kilala yung mga makakasama mo. And majority of the call center professionals are kind naman to newbies. Of course, they've been in your shoes before. They'd be happy to provide help and assistance as long as you ask nicely. But, there are those na medyo salbahe talaga eh. Hindi, hindi may iwasan yun. Mga agents na hindi magsashare ng nalalaman nila. May ganun, guys. <laughs> If you're a newbie, iwasan mo sila. Hindi sila healthy kasama. Magdidikit ka dun sa mga masaya kasama. Kasi with all the stress that you would go through, you'd better stick with those colleagues na kaya kang i-cheer up. Those colleagues na tuturoan ka ng tama without judging your lack of knowledge. Colleagues that would later turn out to be your friends and your family at work. Imagine, you'd spend nine hours a day Five days a week of your life for God knows how long in this industry. And you might as well spend that time with quality friends. Trust me, quality friends. Ang last is regularization. So, congratulations if you'd reach this stage. Um, a new hire is considered a regular or tenured pa if they manage to stay for six consecutive months. So, six months ka na nagkatrabaho, makakapag-handle ka na ng cost ng walang tulong, ikaw na yung tumutulong sa iba ngayon kasi nga marami ka nang alam eh. It's natural to learn more about something the more that you do it. And finally, um, kompleto ng benefits mo. Meron ka ng health card. Not sure if it's the same with anywhere else. Pero sa amin, you'd be eligible for healthcare bene- benefits upon regularization. At dahil regular ka na, and you've been working for quite some time now, as much as you would want to celebrate, this is also the stage where you know most people would experience laziness and boredom. Dito ko matututong pometics. This is the term, petics is the term that we use sa mga um, para-paraan na trick para mabawasan o makaiwas ka sa trabaho. <laughs> But if you love what you do, then keep doing it, right? You'd have no problem. But there are some people na pagdating sa stage na to, after nila ma-regular, nasusuka na sila. <laughs> nasusuka na sila kakatake ng calls. 
gusto nilang may ibang gawin. They'd want to climb up the ladder. They'd want to be SMEs or subject matter experts, auditors, team leaders, quality um, auditors, or anything that would get them off the phones and continue to work on something else. Yung iba matapang na kasi may experience na eh. So, nag-resign na sila, naghahanap ng bagong center. Pero may iba na nagtatry mag-apply for a different post any chance they'd get. Depende sa trip mo at sa tapang mo. Ayun. So, what it's really like in to-to-to work in a call center, meron din kaming meron kaming um, team building activities sa call center. This is usually planned by agents. So, yung team leader, may mga agents yan na naka-assign sa paghahanap ng place kung saan maganda. Saan budget-friendly, saan safe, saan pwede magwalwalan, ganyan. So, kung hindi kaya gumala, we do team lunch, potlucks, mga ganun. We're able to manage work-life balance by doing such activities. Um, we work on holidays. Yes, walang holiday-holiday sa amin. <laughs> Kahit Christmas or New Year, birthday mo, pag nandapat na may pasok ka at hindi na-approve yung div mo, papasok ka talaga. That's part of what we've signed up for. Ito gilan ako ng mga college students ha. Hindi kayo ang totoong immortal. Kami ang totoong immortal kasi aside sa pagpasok, kahit bumabagyo, papasok kami kahit may lindol, may bomb threat, may saksakan sa daan, barilan, banggaan. One time nga nasunod yung office namin during work hours, so people were asked to evacuate, 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 ganyan. But after the fire was disti- um, extinguished, pumasok pa rin kami. Tapos tinuloy namin yung araw na parang walang nangyari. And kahit may pandemic, tuloy-tuloy yung pagpasok namin, guys. But that's a topic for a different episode. <laughs> My point is, ganun kami ka-flexible and ka-resilient. So, operations naman, o yung actual workspace sa office, to, to keep the vibe alive. Aside sa pagpapaulan ng libreng kape, from the pantry, <laughs> we're holding different activities monthly. May mga pageants, contests, power hours, kung ano-anong nakakagising na activities na matripan. As long as hindi makaka-impact sa customer service that we provide. And of course, there's money involved. Mukhang pera kami. I mean, let's be honest, that's why we're working in the first place, right? We also have wide pantries, sleeping quarters, bath area, gyms. Parang kondo. <laughs> Yung ibang sa office na tumitira, just... <laughs> We call them commoners. I don't know how or where that term originated, pero yun ang tawag namin sa kanila. Parang tenants ba, mga ganyan? Parang, doon na sila nakatira sa office. Uuwi lang sila kapag off nila. Kasi kung malahin naman talaga yung bahay mo, o gusto mong umiwa sa traffic para hindi ka malit, minsan talaga pinipili ng iba na sa office na lang magstay. Kompleto eh. Naka-aircon ka 24-7. Parang nasa kondo. Ano pang hahanapin mo, di ba? So to summarize, uh, I think working in a call center is almost the same as working anywhere else. The only main difference is the time zone. Sabi ko every job has its own adversities. 
kahit saan ka pumunta, lahat naman yan may challenges ka talagang pagdadaanan eh. Depende na lang sa kagustuhan mo o sa tibay ng sikmura mo kung gaano ka tatagal sa isang trabaho. Walang madaling trabaho guys. Hindi sana hindi trabaho ang tinawag natin dyan, di ba? Hindi sana pahinga na lang yung term natin kung madali lang siya. In closing, I'd like to inform everyone that business process outsourcing or BPO or call center industry in general is one of the reasons why this country is still able to maintain its economy, especially now. Ang sakit na hulong balikat namin kakabuhat sa inyo ay. <laughs> Actually, hindi lang ngayong pandemic. Eh. Even before this shit started, BPO is considered as one of the two legs. One of the two legs of this country's economy. Just for 2019 alone, um, it's been reported that BPO industry has contributed at least $26 billion to the Philippine economy. $26 billion. Ho. That's alongside um, remittances from our overseas Filipino workers or OFWs. So, hindi namin deserve yung mga stupid remarks. Like what were played during this or the, at the start of this podcast. We don't deserve that. Um, I will never understand why there are still people who think we are less and they are more just because we're in a different setup. But, you know, you'd, re- you'd really hear a call center professional mock someone who works outside the BPO industry. Yeah, there are some. Siguro yung mga hindi na palaki ng maayos na mga magulang nila. But the majority, come on. We provide quality service. Eh. We're, we're, we're trained to be polite and we're trained to empathize even to those who think less of us. Pag, nag, pag nagtrabaho ka sa call center, matututunan mo na kaya mo palang mag-sorry kahit wala kang kasalanan just for the sake of peace. You know, matututunan mo na i-control yung mga sasabihin mo kasi... May wait pala yung mga bawat words na binibitawan mo. Because words are powerful. It can make or break someone. So, to the people who are observing us from the outside, choose your words wisely. And if you can't, eh, di magsampala na lang tayo ng payslips and taxes. <laughs> Char. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I think we've finally reached the end of this podcast episode. Um, to those who listened up to this point, thank you so much for listening. Sana hindi ko sinayang yung oras nyo and sana natuwa at may natutunan kayo. Um, I'd, like to, uh, uh, I'd like to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear your feedback regarding our first episode. Tell me your takeaway, takeaways or lessons kung meron man. And if you have any questions suggestions, violent reactions, or any feedback to make our podcast better, then I'd be open for discussion. A good friend of mine told me that feedback is a gift, so trust me, I won't take it personal. <clears throat> you may reach me via Facebook at Night Shift by Oman Dizon or via IG, Night Shift by Oman Dizon. Yun. Special thanks pala to my former agents in SME. <laughs> Carla Masangkayela Del Refe for recording the, you know, the stupid remarks that were played at the start of this episode. Thank you, bitches. 
Next week, um, we'll discuss what it's like to work at home versus what it's like to work on-site during this pandemic. Mga challenges that workers on both setup are facing. We'll interview some guests para hindi naman ako mukhang dito. Nagsasalita ako mag-isa. <laughs> Isa pa, since the start of this pandemic, I've been working at home na. So, to give us more insights, it's better to ask someone who works on-site then during this time. Ayun, so, masyadong mahaba tong episode and inaantok na ako. <laughs> Again, this is Oman. Log out na ako. Bye, bitches. Talk to you next week. Keep safe.